Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. Good morning to Dahi. <laughs> Good morning to you, Alan Corcoran. I tell you, you are a horse and cat of a man, Corcoran. Do you know that? Thank you very much, Dahi. Sixty-six years you've been on that Southeast Radio. How do you keep going as a man of ninety-one years of age? Unbelievable the way you do it. Motor insurance, masks, motor insurance with masks, without masks, and more. Insuring the masks and the motors. You're an incredible horse and cart of a man, aged one hundred and four. You are. You'll next. You'll be. Ronan Collins did a did a request for you the other day. He said a big one for Alan Corker. He's on a rounding number. He's one hundred and forty years of age. Still coming. Still, still on the air there. And I tell you, Alan, I tell you, you're rubbing some people up the wrong way down there in Wexford because I was on the phone to your lovely producer and I'm telling you, he's a horse and cat of a man, Aidan Priestley. And he says, he was crying on the phone to me and he says he's bitter. He's bitter, Alan, because he says you'll never get his name right at the end of the show. He calls you Aidan Presley. He calls you Aidan Parsley. He call him Aidan Paisley. All the dirtiest names under the sun and you'll never get his name right. It's Aidan Priestley, for God's sake. And right. he's a horse and cart of a hunky man. And that's the kind of man you want. And the other thing I'd say to you is, watch out for that other horse and cart of a fella, Bill Cawley. Yeah. There'll be no voiceovers left in the station once he's around. Yes. See that in operation. All of you are trying to make a few quid and Cawley will be in the booth <laughs> taking all your money off you. Cars, tires, motor insurance, masks. He doesn't care what the hell he reads at all. He's just take the money and off the road he goes to Arklow again on his Kawasaki motorbike. <laughs> oh... Yeah, it's a tonic. Look, just before we link in with Mario Rosenstock, who I know is also there with you, Dahi, Roy Keane has... Is Roy going to wear the mask, do you think? Is Roy there with you, Dahi? What are you talking about? I'm going to wear a mask. Why would I want to mask? Do you think I'm afraid of you or something? No. The first thing that happened, Corkin, was when I heard I was coming on your stupid radio programme, I tore off my mask because I was going to tear into you. <laughs> I've been listening to your programme for the last two hours. Dave Redmond makes an absolute shame of you. Dave Redmond. Dave Redmond. You should be ashamed of yourself. Dave Redmond is worth 100 million down in, down in Wexford. You know, you'd get away on a free transfer. A free transfer. A free transfer, Corcoran. That's what they'll be paying. Dave Redmond is making an absolute... You, you are the Pogba of that station. Alan Pogba should be your name. You're uh, absolutely useless, though you are. Well, Roy, why did you turn down Sunderland? I have to ask you that now. You're after giving me a few shots, so I bounce them. Were you afraid to take on the Sunderland job, Roy? No, because they offered me the same amount of money as you're making on Wexford Radio. That's why. Absolute pittance. Absolute pittance. No, they gave me what's called the Alan Corcoran contract. Right. Absolutely useless. <laughs> useless. So no, no, no. No, I didn't want to go up there and then at the end of the day, you know. Oh, you've heard me. Sense. You've wounded me mortally, Roy. I'm going to have to give away your, your uh, biographies. You yeah. <laughs> I was sitting here beside Dahi O'Shea. I was minding my own business, reading the copy of the Star. And then you go, oh, is Roy beside you? Is Roy beside you? Well, if you want me to be beside you, I will, Cochrane. <laughs> All right, I need to talk to Mario after that. I'm I'm, I'm mortally wounded. Mario, good morning to you. How are you, my man? Sorry, Alan. Sorry about that. Oh, I'm sure. Really look, sorry about that. And yeah. listen, thanks a million for having me on your program. Um, yeah. So uh, I'm really sorry about that. That happens. I know, I know. He, he, and they just come out of the nowhere. Well, he, he fires at me all the time, does Roy. I'm so disappointed. He has only, one, he yeah. has only one setting, and that's aggression. You know? I, I, well, look, he's a, he was a fantastic footballer, but uh, there you go. Obviously, I'm really sorry, because your, your, your producer, Aidan 
Paisley was, was, was lovely to me on the phone. Yeah, Aidan Paisley, yeah. yes, he was, yeah. yeah. Re- related to Ian, I think, somewhere along the line. Yeah. Some... Oh, Ian, Ian, Ian Dempsey. Ian Paisley. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very good. Right. Uh, look, I, look I, I know you've got a big gig coming up, but I've just been told, I've just got it on my earphone, that Michael Flatley has arrived into the in, into the, the studio with you at the moment. What's he back? I, I thought he was gone. I thought he was retired. On, I, no, he's not. I just put him on to you there. Abby, Jesus, it's the Tinker Corcoran, one of my favourite broadcasters. My granddaddy, the Tinker Flatley, was a tinker ad in Bun Clody, so he was. Selling strawberries. All night he was. Uh, but he was only in the Hapenny place because there was another tinker on the side of the road that sold five times more strawberries. That was the Tinker Corcoran, <laughs> the great granddaddy of Alan Corcoran himself. Both tinkers. Oh, Sorry, I'm, he's done it again. I didn't know I, your granddaddy was a tinker. Was oh, right? my God. I hope I'll be allowed to broadcast again tomorrow after all of this. Is your grandfather of, of, um, a tinker? No, my grandfather was a rebel. That's for sure. That's what he was. In the War of Independence, right? Yeah, Michael Collins hasn't come back into the uh, equation with, uh, with Michael. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. I, I thought the revolution was seventeen eight ninety eight down there. We, we, yes. Uh, we, we also had an impact in sixteen and in the War of Independence too. Oh yeah. Okay. Michael, uh, I'm not calling you Michael Flatley now. Now Mario, that Michael has gone dancing how off into the wilderness. How you do now? Yeah. So you're coming to Wexford. When are you coming? Oh, I'm coming to Wexford on Friday the 11th of March and I came and the reason I wanted to come on the radio this morning is not only because I love being on the radio with you because you've had me on the radio so many times. Uh, uh, but also just to announce to the people of Wexford that there are only 97 tickets left. 97 left. So I was counting this morning. I, before I came on the radio, I asked MCD to send me over the thing. So there's 97 tickets left. Right. For so the, yeah. the last few tickets. Get your last few cheeky charlies, Dale. Yeah. And uh, come on in and see me in the Opera House, which is one of the most amazing venues, as you know. Right. Um, the first time I ever came to the Opera House in 2010, I think, right. I was blown away by it how beautiful it looked and I came on stage as Roy Keane and the first words that came out of my mouth were all credit to Ron Seal (laughs) (laughs) it looked like it all would have been done to death with Ron Seal and uh, it looks absolutely fantastic I've had many many great nights there in the past and um, the acoustics are brilliant there Uh, I do a bit of singing in the show so you know you, you you know your voice sounds like a million dollars when you're there and um, it's a wonderful night every time I'm in Wexford and then I go to a I go to the, the local chipper and I have some risos and I have some chips yeah. and, uh, and you know, have, have a bit of crack, maybe go down to White's for a pint. Is White's still there, yeah? It is indeed. The Clayton White's Hotel is still very much there. Beautiful hotel. Um, Mario... Would you, rec- uh, would you recommend another pub for a pint that I could go? Uh, well, we'll find out for you, yeah. There's lots of great pubs here. If I recommend one, I'll be in trouble with the rest of them. But if you could take a little ramble along the quay front, you'll find plenty of nice uh, right. hostelries to pop into. Look, um, we know that there are shortage of vocations, and please don't get me into further trouble, but I believe that you've solved the mystery of the vocations crisis. With whom? Who, who is going to become a lay preacher? Oh, right. That's right. Well, one of the nicest, one of the most popular bits in this show, Alan, is the beginning of Act Two, um, where Ray Darcy runs all the way from Newbridge um, down to Wexford and joins the show. And uh, he's in a high-vis jacket. But people, what people don't re- realise is that when he takes off his high-vis jacket, he turns into Father Ray Darcy. Right. And there is a mass... The, the whole the whole show turns into a mass, complete with organs, hymns, people from the audience doing readings, and I haul somebody up off to do a confession on stage and everything with Father Ray Darcy. Right. You know how self righteous Father Ray is. 
and uh, how Ray gives out to us all for not eating properly and uh, eating too much crap and eating too many rizzles. And, uh, you know, I don't believe in God, but I am a priest after all, so I will be preaching to the people of Wexford live on the 11th of March down in the National Opera House. Well done. Well done, Alan. You'll also be doing a little bit of serenading. Daniel will arrive. Daniel is actually coming back. I I spoke to him just before Christmas. What has Daniel got in store for the people of Wexford? That's right, Alan. I'll be hauling somebody out of the audience. Anybody to me that looks like a mammy. If somebody looks like a mammy, I'll be going down into the audience hauling her out and I'll be singing a love song straight into her face uh, on stage and seeing if she can resist touching me. Um, so, and I would say to people, Alan, actually, people are talking about coming in and, um, you know, we'll be wearing masks and, uh, oh God, we'll be sitting beside each other and everything. Right. If I want to haul you up on stage, yeah. the safest place in that theatre will be up on stage with me because you'll, you'll have plenty of space for yourself. So the safest thing you can do is allow me to drag you up on stage and yeah. um, intimidate you. We've waited for a long time for Gareth Brooks to come back, but he is going to make a surprise appearance with you as well, Mario. He is, and he's not here right now, but Garth Brooks is going to be appearing on the show live in Wexford, and he is going to have an exclusive uh, reveal of a new track that he has seen, which he is going to reveal to the audience about his attending return to Ireland in September. I know a lot of people have already bought tickets, um, and so Garth is going to make an appearance live on stage in Wexford at the end of Act One. Yeah. Well, look, we look forward to that. But uh, look, uh, there's so many special guests arriving on on the the, the show. But I'm, uh, Miriam hasn't been mentioned. And I mean, Miriam is very much a close friend of yours, isn't she, Miriam O'Callaghan? Absolutely, Alan. And it's so nice to hear your voice. And, you know, genuinely, I love listening to you in the morning, no matter what you're talking about, Alan. Um, but, you know, at the beginning of the show, I do 20 years of Irish politics in five minutes. So that will include everything from Bertie Ahern all the way through to Leo and beyond to Hall. So I can't wait for you to be there and see us and um, hopefully digest all you can, Alice. And you've got a secret surprise message from our president as well, Michael D. Yes, indeed. I will be there at Ireland's premier venue, the National Opera House, uh, with Alan Cochran, who of course will be sitting in the front row as he has bought the, first, the last of the 97 <laughs> tickets that are available. And I will be bringing Alan up to the stage, and Alan will be reading uh, several of my poems, which, of course, he is a wonderful reader. And uh, uh, he will be reading live for the morning mix in the morning, a recording of my poetry live for the people of Wexford. Mm. And that is why I will be queuing in their droves to buy the last 97 tickets. Well, I'm, I'm sure those tickets are going to fly out the gate, but I know Christy Moore will also pop in for a quick chat. That's right. I'll be there, Alan. And in fairness to you, thanks a million for remembering me. Um, I had a big hit during the the virus thing with a, with a song based on Stone Varna I call Lockdown Harder and I will be rejuvenating that track and hopefully bringing it to the people of Wexford and hopefully Eleanor McAvoy might be coming in and joining me on stage. I don't know. She's at every show I do down in Wexford. Whenever I go down there, Eleanor McAvoy is hanging out of the balconies and throwing bras and knickers at me and everything she can. And um, that's if you're not throwing your underpants at me yourself, Alan. But I mean, that's another matter. And I'll be seeing. <laughs> maybe them. It's them you need to lock down harder, Alan. Um, lock, lock them underpants down harder, Alan. Um, because you're you're giving yourself away there now um, with Aiden, Aiden Parsley. But anyway, um, 
And we'll have a great night. And uh, hopefully you'll be there, Alan, and you'll be banging the bower on me and chucking up the underpants out of the audience. <laughs> Look, I have to, I have to, oh God, I knew we were going to have mayhem. I, I don't know, hopefully I'll be allowed to come back on air tomorrow morning after all this. But Joe Duffy is a great friend and someone I really admire. And I believe that Joe has also lent his support to you for this very special concert. That's right, Alan. That's right. Sure, sure, sure. Joe, Joe, uh, uh, Mario, Mario Rosenthal. We know Mario. We know Alan Corcoran. We know people down in Wexford are going to go to the show. We know that they won't be insulted. We don't want them to be insulted, but we know that they will want to talk to Joe. And if you want to talk to Joe, there will be a special sequence, the beginning of the show that Mario Rosenstock would be doing. We know Mario is a very funny man, called Live Line Karaoke. Live Line Karaoke is a, is, 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 is a device which Mario has come up with that everybody in the audience can become one Joe Duffy caller at once by reading off the screen. My screen is on the machine. My machine is on the screen. You will see your lines on the screen. You will become a Wexford person all at once. 900 people or any of the 97 that still have tickets available. They'll be going in and be obviously getting tickets today. Alan Corkin will be one of them and Alan Corkin will obviously be very disgruntled <laughs> now that Phil Cawley has taken all his work. <laughs> all, right. all the voiceovers. Listen, Mario Rosensock, an absolute pleasure to talk to you, but I have been told, by way of conclusion, uh, somebody very interested in the 96th <laughs> ticket is Jose Mourinho. Will you be able to look after Jose because he's become kind of the forgotten man? Mm, of course, I will be there. I will be there maybe not for as long as I was there many years ago because I was very popular. But I will be there and, you know, I mean, don't know that Alan Corcoran is the Jose Mourinho of um, Southeast Radio. Completely forgotten, but he used to be good at one stage. So fantastic. Well done, Alan. You used to be the special one. Keep continuing. Now that Dave Redmond is the new Antonio Conte. <laughs> right, listen. Uh, uh, pleasure to talk Sorry to you, Mario. Sorry for all the insults, Alan. Uh, Sorry, all. You're putting me in a corner. I'm uh, putting you in a corner. Listen, Mario, regards to, you know, uh, Team Dempsey, your good friend, and thank you so much uh, for linking in with us this morning and we got uh, lots of you've cheered us all up and it's to the National Opera House people must go if they want to get the last by the way to the, absolutely Friday the 11th of March 96 tickets left I just see another ticket has been bought there I think that must have been by Phil Cawley yeah Phil uh, Cawley you bought, yeah. but uh, no no I, by the way just so your audience knows I never I never know what Alan's going to throw at me when I'm on his phone so it's yeah. always a bit of a roller coaster ride yeah. so yeah. fair play Alan and thanks a million oh no it's a great I really enjoyed it I think you cheered us all up well done Mario talk to you soon man thanks, take Alan. care bye 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 just 96 t- tickets left for that gig you won't want to miss it he's absolutely manic and by goodness we certainly need sort of live entertainment to cheer us up I hope he's cheered you up Southeast Radio's Morning Mix chat, news and your views